How is your loyalty earned? It is, of course, demanded often, a coveted and valuable thing to many, and it can be lent, or faked, or retracted, a temporary boost or slight, in a long line of alliances. But when you offer it for keeps, when its strength outweighs the memory and obligation of any other, what price has been paid for it? Stability, perhaps. Or perhaps it is something you expect in return, tit for tat, giving as good as you get. Perhaps you draw it to you like a light in the darkness, like a blade. Perhaps you coax it with blood and bone. Maybe the reward for your loyalty is just the impulse to reach out when you hear your wavering name cried out in the dark. Maybe when you are faced with a terrible and inevitable, your loyalty is paid for by the name that leaps from your throat. Welcome back to Spinning the Wheel Stories. I'm Sasha, your host and game designer. Today we're playing Meet Me in the Field of Honor at Dawn. Um, and meeting me in the Field of Honor at Dawn is Kavi. Hi, I'm back. Um, my name is Kevin Kuduri. You can find me on Twitter at uh, YRGirlKV. You can find the game that I make with Quinn Blyler at twitter.com slash songsforthedusk. Hell yeah. So we're going to fight and it's going to be good. A couple things up top. We'll be playing um, with the X card. So if something comes up that makes you uncomfortable or you just don't feel like playing with for this particular fight, uh, you can say, hey, can we X card that? And we will replace it with something better. But if you're just unsure of what to make of the card, read it to the group and ask for suggestions. Other people can make proposals, but only the person playing the card can define it. The other thing is bleed. Spindlewheel is inspired by tarot, um, which is super good for self-reflection. As a result, it's easy to project yourself onto the cards, which can lead to bleed. Bleed is when emotions, relationships, and circumstances from your real life spill into the game and vice versa. This is not necessarily a bad thing, but it's something to be aware of since the deck might deal unexpectedly dark cards. Take care of each other and don't be afraid to discard cards if what they describe doesn't fit the tone of your story. So the premise of Meet Me in the Field of Meet Me in the Field of Honor at Dawn is uh, the two of you were close once, but time and circumstance have destroyed any chance of reconciliation. It's time to settle this once and for all. And would you read characters? Uh, each player draws the five facets that make up their character: core, the fulcrum of your identity; crossing complicates your core; boon, your formidable power; bane, your closely guarded weakness. Desire, what you want most in the world, plan, how you intend to get it. Draw and read your characters at the same time. When you're ready, tell your partner about your character. Don't hold anything back. Your characters understand each other all too well. So I've laid out two character sheets here. Uh, which would you like? I'll, I'll go ahead and grab the right side. All right, I'll take the one on the left. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> So you mentioned briefly before we started playing of wanting to do like a Romulus and Remus thing with the Red Empire, which is, I know some of the words in that sentence, and they're all very exciting. The thing I, I mentioned to you yesterday, Sasha, was the idea that we take this as a kind of Romulus and Remus style founding of a of this like post-apocalyptic empire, right? Mm. Where it's like, the world has fallen... And it's just getting back on its feet. Like villages are just sort of starting to unite into cities. You know, there's like one or two maybe small nations that are starting to form again. Mm -hmm. And that I want us to have a duel at the dawn of one of these very small imperial nations. Hell yeah. Uh, To that end, um, my 
core of my character is Bandit, which is Highwayman, Robber Baron, Wealth Taken by Fear and Force. Complicated by Keepers, which is either uh, Wandering Monks Speak Truths That Wound and Knowledge That Corrupts, or Archivists Quietly Collecting Gestures Stealing Turns of Phrase. Which is interesting. Hmm. Because what it suggests is a kind of like weird propaganda warrior more than a literal one. Hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, my formidable power is Alpha, which is either cult leader, defender of the homeland, or head of the household leader of the pack. And I'm not sure. I feel like cult leader is obvious. Mm. What is a pack but a cult? More wolf-like cult. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a personal cult, like a like a travel-sized cult. A travel-sized cult. My bane is windfall, which is a fortune lost, a secret uncovered, a bullet dodged, or something else. Uh, beginner's luck and old habit and use scar. I feel like fortune lost feels more right. Hmm. Something of mine has gone missing. Um, my desire is oracle, which is soothsayer, bell ringer, wide-eyed prophet, or small town seer, happy medium, crafter of miracles. I think I'm going to go with the soothsayer angle there. Hmm. Uh, and my plan to get it is mother of monsters. I don't know what that means at all. <laughs> Um, vengeful force purging the poison from its home or life spoken into the world volatile and unfamiliar I actually don't have a great sense of how any of this comes together which is why I'm interested to hear yours sure so my core is priestess a calming presence a reality grounded a divine purpose crossed by the grave closure gained last word spoken the end of an era or a devastating loss of bone healed wrong and uh, you, you had mentioned very briefly there being like old technology from a a bygone era yeah and i i like the idea of this character being like from the end of the of an era and a reality grounded having like a particular knack for that stuff right my boon uh is flood brimming reservoirs high tide and outpour of riches or constant rainfall hair trigger landslides of valleys submerged and i think that overlaps in a fun way with your bane which mm-hmm. has a fortune lost on it. Um, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it super does, doesn't it? Yeah. God, yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Did you steal from me? I, I may have stolen from you, yes. <laughs> oh, that's so good. <laughs> my bane is uh, fortuity. A chance encounter, a lucky ticket, a second chance, or a nasty surprise... An excessive gift of foolish loan. Which also overlaps nicely with my bane. Yeah. It's like a bullet dodged, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you fucking rob the bandit, right? You better make sure that you finish the job, but I didn't, uh-huh. I don't think. Um, no, I don't think you did. That second chance is gonna screw me, probably. What I want is heavy crown. A sword bent into a crown, a brow cut by the weight, a miracle forged and blood spilled. And if we're fighting over an empire, maybe I just want that emperor's throne. <laughs> maybe I just want that, like, yeah, very solid legacy of, like, yeah. well, of course, they were always meant to have the throne. Of course, they were destined to. Um, yeah. I don't even know that I have the throne. Mm. I'm not sure that there's... Yeah, a- we might be fighting over succession. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's really good. Is that what we are? Like, two lost princes or princesses or whatever, you know? 
I'm into it. Two lost genderless princes. <laughs> yes. I'm, and my plan is Glacier, the tip of the iceberg, a grave under estimation, or eons past, frozen in ice, glacial drift, slowly carving canyons. Um, hmm. There is something to be said for digging up old technology and something being frozen in ice. That's a good point. Oh, I like that, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I need to think of a good name for a prince. I feel like we also need good royal house names or something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like Welsh has good prince names. That's Welsh behind the name. Adarod means undisgraced, free of shame. Adarod? Anarod. Oh, right. I like that. I'll type that. Prince Anarod of some house. I don't know. Uh, should yeah. we be from the same house, do you think? I don't... Yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like if we're from the same house, it's sort of like a siblings gone to war thing. Mm-hmm. Different houses means maybe something different. Um, I'm not sure. Should we be from the same house? Do you want to read through history to figure that out? Yeah, sure. Let's let's do that first and then come back. Yeah. Uh, yes. Do you have a better sense of your character now? Uh, not. I don't think I have a name yet, but I do think I have a sense of who I might be. Uh, which is, I think I might be like a second child. Mm. It, it reminds me of like old Victorian England, where it's like first children inherited, and then second children had to go out and make like an appropriately noble living. Right. Yeah. And my appropriately noble living was, like, not necessarily just... It, it, it was military conquest, but it wasn't just military conquest. It was, like, popular conquest, too. Hmm. Hearts and minds and battlefields. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, yeah. I still don't have a name yet, though. No problem. I will read out history. Uh, these cards explore your history together. Use this stage to decide the kind of bond you had. Familial, friendly, romantic, professional, rivalry, etc. Draw your histories at the same time like so. And there are six cards that are paired in twos. Um, so the first one is Clotho. The two of you go way back. Combine your Clotho cards to describe how you first met. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Damn. Uh. I feel like we have to be from different houses because these two cards are like the perfect childhood friendship romance cards. Oh my god, yeah. The cards we have drawn are Goose Down, A Soft Place to Land, A Whisper Just Above Silence, and Nightmare, Fierce Justified Omens Fulfilled. Oh my gosh. A Notable Delay, A Layer of Numbness, or A Recurring Terror, Dreams of Hellfire, Lightning Striking the Steeple. I don't even know that we need to like lean especially far into the metaphors here, like... I guess the uh, the question we have to answer is which one of us had the nightmares and which one of us was doing the comforting. Oh my god. That's a good question. <laughs> right? Like, we are two kids who are, like, running around the palace, like, met at some party where the grown-ups, like, you know, the only two children at that party and we both have to wear very stiff formal clothing and, like, mm-hmm. all the adult nobles are talking about affairs of state and stuff. Like, this feels, that feels right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Running around the palace halls, making the guards mad. Getting into the gardens, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That rolls. I like this. Your relationship at its strongest. Use this card to describe what you brought to the relationship. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> These are such good cards. My card is fool, wide-eyed and open-hearted, unfettered by cynicism or context. And mine is darkness, shadows cast on the cave wall, or a curtain thicker than the absence of light. If I'm wide-eyed and open, then maybe I don't have the nightmares. Because that's why I'm supposed to... 
I'm better at comforting. Mm. Hmm. It could go either way. Gosh, I don't know. There's a connection between between Shadows Cast and the, on the cave wall and the Oracle that I'm like really jiving on, and I'm like, I know it. I, I, yeah. I, I think I'm the one with the nightmares. I, I think the nightmares that I have are prophetic in some way. Yeah, that sounds really good. And Atropos, the last time you saw each other, use this card to describe the change you saw in your part. Oh wow, that's mine is miserable. <laughs> yeah. Mine is healing word. The change I saw in you was a chapbook of poetry, a shared language, unification through culture. That's sad. How is that sad? Because it means that the thing I saw in you that has led to us dueling is that you started being nice. Oh my god. Right? Like, that's... That, like, I I started connecting to people who... other than you? Or or not even that, but, like, there's something to be said about unification through... I mean, unification through culture has its own sort of sinister vibe. Mm Mm-hmm. But there is something to be said for um, when Christian empires conquered places and sort of syncretized their myths with Christian faith. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, Celtic myths uh, would have their fairies turned into devils or like the adoption of Samhain uh, into Halloween and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we're both part of this empire. I don't know that your character is necessarily up to something capital G good. No. But there's a version of this that's like, that adoption is something I see as sullying the purity of what we're doing. Mm. Or there's the other side of the card, which is hierarchy of knowledge and ivory tower, but I don't know what that is. Fair. I have hearth, a crackling fire, a hot meal, a roof overhead, a comfortable silence, or closing doors, turning a blind eye, keeping your head low, weathering the storm. Hmm. I figured out my f- character's, like, personal name. Yeah? I think they're called Arden. Arden. Um, they then. Nice. I think closing doors and turning a blind eye is the thing. Yeah, that feels right. Um, I, well, I think, I think that our roles in the Empire have sort of led somewhat naturally to us drifting apart. Yeah. Simply just being in different rooms, right? Um. Yeah. But I also think that (laughs) we being in in the business of, of, of colonizing this fucking planet again, um, the uh-huh. the ways that you are doing it are at odds with the ways that I have been doing it. Yeah, that feels right. Yeah. So which of us is turning? To, so you're turning a blind eye to me. Hmm. No, I I think you're you're turning a, a blind eye to me. Um, right. Or no, actually, ooh, I really like I I like the idea of um, overlooking something that you're doing on purpose. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was feeling, right? Like, because what your vibe is, it feels like I am crossing a line that you can't stand to see crossed. Mm-hmm. And you would just sort of prefer that I stay underneath that line. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things where it's like, if it were anyone else, mm-hmm. I would have ruined your entire career at this point. Um, right. But because we were so close as kids, I, I can't bring myself to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know what my house name is. Mm. I think it's Arden of the House of Scarlet Maple. Nice. I'm going to add that to this. Perfect. Do you have a character name yet? Uh, Prince Unrod of... Oh, right. I don't have a house name yet. Sorry. Prince Arden (laughs) of House Scarlet Maple. Yes. (laughs) How could I forget? How could you forget? House Blooming, I think? House Blooming is good. Also they then. Okay. Next is armor. Wait, no, I'm sorry. Next is grievances. Mm -hmm. Would you mind reading that? It's time to pinpoint where it all fell apart. 
Each of you choose one of your facet cards and play it on one of your opponent's history cards. Describe how your partner's actions back then, intentionally or not, destroyed that facet of you forever. Core, they undermined the very fiber of your identity. Crossing, they took away what made you special. Boon, they ripped away your greatest talent. Bane, they hit right where they knew it would hurt you the worst. Desire, they ruined the one thing you wanted most in the world. Plan, they made sure you couldn't capitalize on it even if you had the chance. As the accused, you can decide whether or not these accusations are true, or if your opponent has been misled, or, even if it is true, if they would have done the same in your place. Regardless, the damage is done, and there's no going back. Collect your facets, fates, and your opponent's grievance card into your hand. What of each other did we destroy? Mm -hmm. This is a good game. <laughs> That's just a really good question to be able to ask. Mm -hmm. What does Prince Anarod do? That's a fine question. Um, I've been wondering because part of I, I'm like thinking about what you could have destroyed in mine, but like I feel like I would have a better sense if I knew what like what are they up to. Well, okay, I'm very much invested in old world tech, mm -hmm. and I have these dreams, and I think between the two, I may be involved with. Oh, you know what it is? It's 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 what you were talking about with healing word. I I go into these like. Annex territories. Yeah, and into their ruins and, and their and their temples and whatnot, and I take the technology that the people there have been relying on and using this entire time, being like, oh hey, I know how to use this, actually. And twisting it in such a way that it serves the Empire. Mm -hmm. That's that's my bread and butter. <laughs> oh, can we go back to something real quick? Sure. Which is, I know what the fool was for our Lachesis when our relationship was the strongest, which is like, why did an open-hearted, I was this sort of like idealistic one, I was like, uh, we're gonna do great things together, we're gonna, you know. What does darkness mean for what you brought to that relationship? I think, I think Shadows Cast on the Cave Wall means, well, Shadows Cast on the, on the Cave Wall was my visions in correspondence with, with Nightmare, um, but I think, yeah. I think between the two of us, a curtain thicker than the absence of light was maybe me, like, fostering that innocence? Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I figured something out. Yeah. I want to put my Mother of Monsters on your on, on the Darkness Lachesis card. Mm. I feel like you destroyed something to protect me from it. Quote unquote. Uh, what was the thing I destroyed? Was it something of yours or was it- I think it was something I discovered and I was like, I'm gonna use this. Like, it's one of those really great scenes where it's like, you know, Arden comes to Anarod and is like, look what I found. This could bring a, this could send both our careers into the sky, right? Like, mm -hmm. we'll be hailed as heroes, so on and so forth. And Anarod took one look at it and was like, I need to destroy this. Like, this can never see the light of day. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's like... And for years, Arden had no idea. Mm -hmm. Anarod, like, claps Arden on the shoulders. Like, you, you did such a great job. You were so right to bring this to me. And then just the minute, the minute Arden is at the door, Anarod just fucking destroys it. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> <sighs> oh, that's so good. Life spoken into the world. Mm -hmm. God, oh, you want to know something even worse? What? It's a thing that does what Arden does, or, or what Anarod does. It speaks to technology. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And so suddenly to Arden, it looks like Anarod destroyed something that was muscling in on their role. Yeah. And it just looks like this petty jealousy. Oh my god. These are all really good things to lose, is the thing. Because, um, <laughs> like, with Heavy Crown, it, it could be as simple as taking the line of su succession from me. Yeah. 
but Glacier is also really good. There's something nice about the parallel there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think it is going to be it's going to be Heavy Crown. Mm. And I think I think this is a grudge I've had for a long time. I think that the party where we met was at the fucking Imperial Palace and Scarlet Maple was was sitting on the throne at that point. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I've I've always known, right? Like I've all I've always had aspirations for becoming emperor, but yeah, have never been able to because of our friendship, because it would mean destroying you. Right. God. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> I don't I don't think it was always necessarily going to be me, but by this point it has to be. Yeah, yeah. I am next in line, and the only way to take it from me is to kill me. Or otherwise make me ineligible for the throne. Mm-hmm. Alright. <sighs> We're gonna take all these cards into our hand. Sweet. Alright. Um, right. next is armor. If you anticipate uneasy territory of the genre you've built, like body horror or mind control, discuss whether you want to include these things, and if so, within what boundaries. Right lines you will not cross under armor somewhere both of you can see. If any element of armor is broken, that card is removed from play and that turn is forfeited. You can also declare armor during play to deflect unexpected squicks. The player declaring armor takes agency over the deflected card and can negotiate parameters, revise what happened, discard the card, or anything in between they need. Look after each other. You're playing this game to hurt your characters, not your partner. So, we've got some fucking stuff here. (laughs) (laughs) Do we ever. What kind of boundaries would we like to put up, if any? Yeah, I'm wondering. I'm like wondering what would come up. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know that a ton of body horror is likely to come up because this is sort of more court drama. Right, yeah. Uh, probably let's avoid straight out like abusive relationships. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's what they had, and I don't super want to get into that here. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a lot else that is likely to be in this genre. Mm-hmm. But if you have ideas, please, by all means, let me know. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of, like, specifically elements of, of colonialism and imperialism and, and fascism, which sort of dance around hand-in-hand hand with each other. Um, yeah. That likely won't be anything but oblique, but... Yeah, like, I don't think, I mean, I don't think we're the kind of players who are like, let's invent some fantasy slurs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so. Um, on an interpersonal level, at least... Yeah. And if stuff comes up, we can declare armor and then work work from there. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I feel like I feel like probably if we have an issue with stuff, it'll be something we realize in the moment. Yeah. Cool. Sweet. Next is terms of engagement. When player chooses the field of honor, the other player decides the weapons. So the field of honor, um, draw two cards from the deck and cross them. Use them to describe the most dramatic location for your duel. Describe lightning splitting the sky above the old chapel or the wind rushing through fields of heather or the catwalk suspending you both above bubbling casks of molten iron. It can be an old stomping ground that brings up memories or someplace entirely new. And for weapons, draw two cards from the deck and cross them. Use them to describe the weapons available. Present sharp steel swords, traditional dueling pistols, broken bottles and whittled shows, magical forces and beastly forms. Use the two cards to make the weapons specific and personal. Which would you like? Uh, I'm gonna roll a d2. (laughs) Sure. I'll take the location. All right. Polaris. Oh, wow. I love that. Uh, And then Holy Strictures. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. 
I know exactly where we're dueling. Oh, please tell. Which is at the dawn. There's a country far south of here, uh, down south through the valley, and then uh, west across the mountains. And on the coastline of this of this country, Seraphin, there's this lighthouse, and there's this lighthouse filled with flickering light bulbs. And the myth goes that these light bulbs, if you can interpret their flickering and their switches on and off, you can predict the future. And I think that that's a famous lighthouse. And I think there's a less famous lighthouse. That <laughs> I think there's a less famous lighthouse hidden in this tiny little bay near on the like the west coast of the empire. I think it's the lighthouse. I mean, hell, maybe this is how you have your visions. Is one day those lights were seared into your memory. And I think I've, I mean, I don't know who you've told, but this is where I found you. Or this is where we're dueling. <laughs> Extremely good. So the weapons are quiet knife, an impulse unsuppressed, an instant both decisive and incisive, or a threat unspoken, a debt collected, a trap laid, crossed by Ophelia's garland. Allow those who crowned you to change who you are, or a wilting flower crown, a dubious honor, a sickly and desperate faith. Hmm. I mean, a quiet knife sure is something. Ain't it just? Maybe I will. Maybe I will shift these cards. Actually, um, have Ophelia's Garland be the upright. Because um, I, I like I, that. I like. I like the idea of Quiet Knife being equal parts like us dancing around each other in the very personal space, in a physical space, um, uh-huh. probably with actual knives, um, uh-huh. and also a threat unspoken, a debt collected a trap laid being both of us having substantial sway within the empire um yeah and and so off like having off screen these 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 machinations that could come to fruition at any point yeah and we both have so many and we both know each other yeah and it's (sighs) both of us are so calculated that it almost is down to impulse yeah i love that so what does it mean to be fighting with a dubious honor (laughs) <laughs> what indeed? A wilting flower crown. It's either that or allow those who crown you to change who you are, which is also really compelling. But I think in this case, the sickly and desperate faith is sort of the the limits of our fondness for each other, and the oh wow, also the like the the, the dubious honor, the supposed and paper thin righteousness of of our our empire and and, the, and our place within it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I imagine it's a lot of, like, lambasting each other's fucking, like, factions for what they're doing. But, oh, but what <laughs> we're doing is, is just and righteous. Right. I spill the blood of their bodies, and you spill the blood of their souls, and you have the, like, some bullshit like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, those are those are the weapons. Next is wind conditions. Declare how far you intend to go. First blood, submission to the death. Your conditions don't have to match. I think mine is submission. Arden just wants the security of their majesty. Yeah, no need to destroy me if you can keep me in line. Mm-hmm. Do I want to kill you? I hope so. <laughs> I come with the hope so. <laughs> you know what? We are by ourselves in this lighthouse. Fucking anything could happen. I could say that anything happened here. Absolutely mm-hmm. to the death. <sighs> it's real high up. It's stormy. You don't know. Anything could happen. Anything could happen. People say these places are haunted. They do. Next is last word. You've rehearsed over and over exactly what you'll say when you win. Choose a card from your hand to match. Keep it secret, face down on, on the table, separate from the dueling space. 
All right. That's mine. Yeah. Cool. That's mine. Um, Sweet. Next is the fight. So draw a card from the deck to determine who starts. Discuss who it fits better. That player plays as their first strike. So I will draw that. All right. I love I love it when it's heal against heal because no matter who loses, we win. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Leviathan. Scale beyond reference, ambition outside of reason, servant to nothing, or a mindless hunger, a tireless machine, crude oil burning in seawater. Hmm. <laughs> so which of us is that? I don't like that's the thing, right? Is weirdly enough it's both. Mm-hmm. Scale beyond reference, ambition outside of reason, servant to nothing? I think if I'm the ruling house, arguably it's me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also don't want to rule out whatever fucked up shit you're up to with your old tech. <laughs> oh, boy. Especially with scale beyond reference, ambition outside of reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll take that. It's just because um, I love the idea of crude oil burning in seawater, producing, like, these huge... Plumes is, 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 is too small, like, these, this, like, cloud layer of black smoke coming, coming off of the water, and, like... Off the bay. Yeah, and, and, and just sort of enveloping the, the lighthouse. Mm-hmm. And so... No one can... This is, this is also part of your plan, right? It, yeah, Now yeah. no one can see what's happening here. Exactly. Um, I'm gonna read the duel section. Which is, take turns playing cards from your hands. Each card is an attack, a feint, a taunt, a parry, a block, a step in your deadly dance. Be as extra and over-the-top with your attacks as you want. Describe how you counter the previous card, and make clear your intentions, but only describe your actions in the moment, not its effect. When you can't reply, draw from the deck to take a wound. For example, I lunge with my sword, aiming for the necklace swinging from your neck, a foolish fondness cheaply gained. I roll with the movement, and trap your arm to throw you to the ground. A sudden change, a strange pallbearer. A teacher, I taught you that move. I land on my feet and, and reach back to rake my talons across your face. I, uh, damn, I take a wound. Um, and when that happens, I will read the wound section. So, I think the way that this is going to hurt you is... I mean, the point of it here is to isolate you from your forces, from contact with your, your resources. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's the goal here. Mm-hmm. Alright, so now I play in response? Mm-hmm. Okay. Fuck it, man. (laughs) (laughs) Fool, close-minded and stubborn, faith-born of spite. I think Arden just sort of, like, takes this in stride and very casually just, like, does a tricep. You know one of those, like, tricep behind the arm pulls? Yeah. And it's just like, so this is how it's gonna be, huh? (laughs) You know, rolls rolls their shoulders a bit and just sort of, like, pulls out their blade and is like, all right, all right, let's do it. And it's just, I think there's this moment where where it's, like, clear that Arden has no plans to surrender here. Mm, yeah. Which maybe confirms the quote-unquote wisdom or the necessity of your desire to kill me. But <laughs> that's a problem for later. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right, how do, you, how do you intend to hurt me? I, yeah, I, I guess I just go for the stab. And there's a relentlessness to it, right? Like, that's what the stubborn is. Arden does not tire. So it's just, like, cut after cut after thrust. Yeah. So I feel like this is happening on, like, the staircase of the lighthouse. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a cool cape. Of course I do. 
and mm-hmm. I like you lunge and I swirl the cloth of the cape around your blade and I'm going to mm-hmm. wrench it from your hands um, playing uh, goose down a notable delay a layer of numbness yeah I actually might not have anything for this all right I, I guess I take a wound guess so do you want to read that section uh sure when you don't have a response to a card or when it feels narratively satisfying take a wound draw two cards from the deck the first card is what you lose, i.e. your speed, your doubts, your use of your dominant hand, your shield, your nerve, etc. Describe a memory you have of your partner that parallels the wound. I remember when you took the blame for my mistake. Integrate the wound's effects into your fighting, but keep the card face down on the table in front of you. The second card is the lesson you learn from it. Share as much or as little about this card with your partner as you want. It goes into your hand. Then take your turn. When you reach three wounds, you can't hide the blood in your teeth, flip a wound card, and meet your opponent's wind conditions. Take the lost gracefully or flip another wound to push through it at great personal cost and keep fighting. When you would take a wound again, flip a card to stay in the fight, but do not draw from the deck. So this is the what I lose. Mm-hmm. Vultures, the shadows of undertakers, sharp-eyed and long-suffering, or hardy survivalist bone-eaters landing only to scour and salvage. You know what it is? Mm. I think when you yank, you just wrench my arm out of its socket. Oh god. Yeah. And my endurance doesn't matter so much if I can't swing a weapon. That's true. That's very true. And so I lose the advantage. I don't lose the endurance, but I do lose the advantage it gives me. Mm. Yeah. Do you see this card before I take it into my hand? Um, I don't have to. Um, you can, you can share as much or as little about that card as, as you want. Also, what's, right, well, what's, what's a memory that you have that parallels the wound? Um, I wonder. I'm actually struggling. I'm struggling here. I wonder if it's something like we used to play, like we used to play games together as children or something. And maybe it's a, maybe it's a particular move that we used, like I used against you when we were kids, but it was like a, a fun thing then. Yeah. I mean, probably we used to have to practice against each other, right? Like, yeah. you know, we went to, we're children of mobility, right? We went to fencing school together. Yeah. <laughs> we went to finishing school together. Absolutely. And I used to always just, like, I used to be able to wear you down back then. And now I can't. Um, and the lesson I learned from it is blizzard, a cutting white cold in the wind, snow smothering the world in quiet, or a cold snap, a sudden and freeze, a, a moment in time suspended in frost. And I think I have learned something about the value of decisiveness. <laughs> uh, it's my turn, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Can I ask you something, Anarod? What are you afraid of? <laughs> <laughs> I've played Nightmare, Fierce Justified, Omens Fulfilled. What indeed? I think I say, um, my fear, my prince, is mm. that the legacy of our nation will be carved by someone who doesn't understand what came before it, much less what should come to pass. Mm-hmm. I'm playing Glacier. Eons past, frozen in ice, glacial drift slowly carving canyons. And I think I think part of it, uh, to describe the physicality of it a little bit, is that um, I am I am sort of circling you um, mm-hmm. to get to an ad- advantageous point. Right. Are we still on the stairs? Um... We can be further up, um, maybe like on onto the landing of the of the lighthouse. Yeah, I think Arden is wearing this sort of like I imagine their color scheme as being like red, white, and black. 
Um, mm-hmm. So, like, dark pants and these, like, military boots and this, like, red and white coat, this, like, mm-hmm. military jacket, this officer's coat, I guess. Yeah. And then, like, having had this one arm, like, probably their right arm wrenched out of the socket and, like, looking out under dark hair, um, this left arm up and sort of, like, not quite a guard, but... Mm-hmm. I think the sword is like has like clattered behind us down the stairwell. Yeah, um, mine has. Yeah, I don't think I have a sword. I think I have a, I think I have a very long knife, um, but I haven't drawn it yet. Mm-hmm. I think Arden stands a little bit straighter. God, I don't. I think I, there is a response. I'm just trying to figure out how it happens. Mm. Okay, I think I think what Arden says is um <sighs> Anarod small prince <laughs> you can't always trust the past um keepers wandering monks speak truths that wound and knowledge that corrupts you don't know you've never known and how could you you know i've i've long since stopped holding that against you but maybe maybe today i can make you see and Anarod flips the switch of the lighthouse, and I don't, I don't think it is. You know what? Fuck it. It totally is. It's the same artifact that you brought to them um, so long mm-hmm. ago has been. Oh been, my god! Um, inserted in the uh, uh, aperture, and mm-hmm. the lighthouse flashes in quick su- succession. This this mm-hmm. pattern that has been burned into Amarad's eyes since they were a child. And Arden laughs, and they throw back their head, and they laugh, and they laugh, and they just say, I know more than you could ever have imagined. And they snap their fingers, and suddenly not just the aperture, but every light bulb starts flashing in that pattern. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. And it's something like that. Mm -hmm. Um on the one, the three, and the four. And it starts accelerating faster and faster and faster. And it is hypnotic. And it's consuming. And Arden knows just how much it has consumed their old friend. Windfall, a fortune lost, a secret uncovered, a bullet dodged. Yeah, I'll take a wound from that. That's right as hell. Oh my god! <laughs> the lovers, twin stars in orbit, inseparable partners, a whole greater than the sum of its parts. Jesus Christ! Eating the head on the opposite side. Oh boy. Uh, oh my god. You know what it is, is this is the other... Like, I didn't know that there was another half to this pattern. Uh-huh. I have known this pattern really well since I was a kid. Like mm-hmm. it's it's like it's like floaters in my eyes. I can't not see it, um, mm-hmm. and it's it's exacerbated when I when I sleep. That's the nightmares. Um, mm-hmm. So completing the pattern like this, the fucking with the little negative spaces that I've been seeing out of, um, mm-hmm. is overwhelming. And I think the memory is that I remember telling you about this, right? Like, mm-hmm. like lying in, in, in bed at like three in the morning, just sort of talking to each other very, very quietly. 
Um, yeah. And like tracing out tracing out the pattern of it, right? Because you asked. Yeah. Trying trying to convey what it's like to have this. Mm-hmm. Were the nightmares easier when like with some of the whole anorod? Yeah. And like someone someone there to like try and like talk through them and like try to piece them together. Um mm-hmm. so that they weren't just awful experiences that maybe, you know, we take something away from it. Um mm-hmm. And the lesson that I learned from it um, is Behemoth, an unstoppable monster caused only by heroism. Oh, man. Uh, this got me nervous. This got me scared a little bit. And then I take my turn. Um, I'm playing um, Darkness Shadows Cast on the Cave Wall, and that is, um, you know how, like, when you have that sort of, like, rapid flashing? Um uh-huh. You can the the world sort of like the frame rate of the world slows down. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's. I think it it is the thing where um the the speed at which I am moving towards you is hard to track, mm-hmm. and I think I'm going to shove you out of the lighthouse, try and knock you knock you down um over over the the railing to your death if I can. It's a shame that you think you're fast <laughs> because you're really not. <laughs> Um, and I think this is a thing where we realize just there is a moment where the audience realizes just the kind of secrets that Arden has discovered Mm -hmm. because it's that their hands glow red and their eyes I mean it's the red glow of like pure heat the heat that Arden is draining out of the world Um, and heat is the energy you need to move quickly right heat is speed heat is vibration yeah and with less heat with the cutting white cold of the blizzard a cold snap actually a sudden freeze a moment in time (laughs) suspended in frost for a split second of absolute zero there's there's that split second and arden steps out of the way and let's let's anarod throw themselves off the charge into the railing Mm-hmm. Hmm. Ah, yes. So Anarod moves towards the railing, and I think I think the the way I've been I've been picturing it is the sort of like the big aperture in the center, right, and then the like little lights that have been blinking like all all around the outside. Uh-huh. And uh, Emerald falls past past Arden and reaches out and to catch himself breaks one of the bulbs and makes contact uh-huh. with with the with the filament. Um, uh-huh. And the lighthouse, like, shudders and flickers. Um, mm-hmm. And all of that electricity arcs into Emerod. They right themselves and, and they look back at Arden. And mm-hmm. they, they extend their, their bloody palm. And from that cut um, comes an arc of, of, of electricity, um, which is Priestess, crackling with power, mired in blood, melancholic and distant. <laughs> There's probably, like... Um, oh no, they definitely have like tattoos on their hands, mm-hmm. and it, it just so happened, or y- you know, it's probably something that Emerald did on purpose. To be fair, um, but it is cut the um, the the sigil in such a way. Yeah, I take a wound. I just, I mean, I just take it right, like. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just get shocked by lightning. Uh, all right, let me just review this real quick. Mm-hmm. 
First card is what I lose. So an opera abandoned, a novel left unwritten, a haunting undescribed, or a song from the old country, a language all but forgotten. I think I wanted to ask you what those meant one day. Hmm. I feel like that's enough. Yeah. And that's what, yeah, I think that's what it is. The thing I've lost is the desire to reach that closure between us. Yeah. And there's just this thing of like, it's back to that scene of, of the two of them in bed and probably just one of those things where it's like Arden has Anarod's hand in theirs and it's like rubbing their thumb in circles across one of these tattoos and it's just like I don't know if in the thing you can hear it um it's like their mouths moving and I don't know if that conversation needs words what do I learn lieutenant impartial emissary soldier for hire or right hand of power loyal failure the weak link in the chain yeah, weak link in the chain, all right. I think the lightning blasts me back into the tower, mm. down the stairwell. Mm. And there's a moment where I sit there, dazed. And then Arden just sort of, like, sits up and grits their teeth and shoves their arm back in. Oof. Rolls it a couple times, just to check that it functions well enough. And goes to grab their sword. And I think it's that same style of attack. This sort of, like, relentlessness. But there is a not just a wearing down here. There is a strength. When Arden comes out of the stairwell back up, they hit hard. And it's scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, bandit, highwayman, robber baron, wealth taken by fear and force. <laughs> I have ideas. Which one of them do I want to do is the question. <laughs> um, yeah. I think that Amrod has like, I think they pulled their sleeve off of the hand that is holding the lightning um, mm-hmm. to reveal further ink. Um, and huh. I, I think it's, I think it's ink. It's, I think, I think it's also pieces of metal that have been embedded um, mm-hmm. in, into their arm. Um, and some of it's worn, some of it's body mod stuff, mm-hmm. but all of it is, is, is working in, in, in conjunction. And um, I think that they are taking these hits with that arm and with the other one has has drawn their knife um mm-hmm. and i think after after a couple of blows is using the the force of like the the size of your movements um mm-hmm. to get in some nasty cuts um, using mm-hmm. fortuity a foolish loan and a nasty surprise so this lightning arm mm-hmm. this this lightning hand would you say it was was a right hand I would say it's a right hand, yes. Would you say it is uh, your right hand of power? <laughs> would you say that, Anarod? <laughs> what a strange turn of phrase. I might, I might say that, yes. Well, here's the I thing about your right hand that. of power, Prince Anarod. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a loyal failure and the weak link in the chain, and I cut it off. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that's a wound. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> that's lieutenant, by the way. Uh, that's so good. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, it's a good deck. Mm-hmm. Oh. oh my god. Night, tilter of windmills, teeth on tradition, malice bred by boredom, or a, well- a well-armed soldier, a, ba- a banner-bearer, a champion... Oh boy. Um, 
Well, I lose the arm, that's for sure. Yeah. I use the well-armed it seems arm. You're no longer well-armed. <laughs> God, I think... Actually, I am I am going to flip to that. Um, I think that this was... I mean, it's it's in, in conjunction with the rest of my body, but it is the, like, the focal point of, mm-hmm. of all of this. And it is something... I've been building and developing for most of my life. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, some of that has been me, and some of that has been the house blooming, um, doing that to me in order to make make me into something useful for them. Um, mm-hmm. And so I am no longer a banner bearer, a champion. And the thing that it reminds me of is, um, I think in our sparring matches, every so often, like you've always been stronger than me, you've always been faster than me. Um, and I think in our sparring matches, I would use it to get an edge, especially when I was against, like, up against the ropes. And you always sneered at that. You always thought, you know, you, you should you should win on your own terms and not not through this trickery stuff. Mm-hmm. And this is a machine for war. It's not for between us. Exactly. Yeah. I respect you too much to do something like that to you. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> and. Snake oil, a stopgap, a placebo, a sweet-tasting poison, or a simple solution to a complicated problem. Easy in theory, difficult in practice. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. This is a good game. <laughs> um, I'm gonna flip this one. So I'm playing Flood, Constant Rainfall, Hair Triggers, Landslides, A Valley Submerged. I think I, I've, like, fallen onto the ground, um... Mm-hmm. We're still on this lighthouse landing, right? Yes. Okay. And th- the black smoke that has been sort of the backdrop to all of this um, mm-hmm. starts to to come into the lighthouse, and um, it rolls across the uh, across the floor. There's like a weight to it. Um, mm-hmm. There's 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 an image of it intermingling with the blood pouring from my shoulder. Um, mm-hmm. The like hair trigger landslides is sort of what I'm thinking of. It, it definitely, like, builds this sort of flood around around your feet. Um, mm-hmm. Whether that's the, the smoke or the blood in it makes it impossible for you to keep your footing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's either the stairwell behind you or the railing over there, but you, you're going to fall. There's a third thing. Mm-hmm. You. <laughs> Arden sees what's happening and just charges Anorod charges into the railing and makes sure um hang on no yeah this feels right um or maybe it's the other way it's tough i feel like i don't have very many fighty cards left Mm. i'm trying to see if this makes if this fits i have a hierarchy of knowledge and eye of your tower and we're on a literal tower but i don't hmm no i don't think that's right actually never mind um Listen, I'm game to fall off of this fucking tower. Yeah, it's not even that. It's just that I can't. I don't feel like I can justify that with the card that I played, which is um, either chapbook of poetry or hierarchy of knowledge. And I like hierarchy of. I don't feel like this is hierarchy of knowledge. I feel like hierarchy of knowledge would be me knowing something that you don't. Right. It would. It would be something different. Hmm. None of these cards lend themselves very well to weaponry or attacking. Well, maybe it's not time for that, then. Yeah. Okay. This feels right, actually. A heavy crown. Um, a sword bent into a crown, a brow cut by the weight, a miracle forged in blood spilled. 
I think I do lose my footing, and I realize I'm about to do that, and I think I just hurl the sword into you. And then, like, that's it. That's my footing out, is out from under me. And I think this is my sort of final gambit, as it were. Mm-hmm. Which is, I think Arden says, you can do this and risk bleeding out on the top of this tower. Or you can give, and I'll have your wounds stitched shut. <sighs> Sasha. <laughs> Anurad takes this blow to the, to the gut, because where are they going to go? Uh, mm-hmm. and touches Arden's face and is like, there's no one waiting for you at the bottom of this lighthouse. Your forces have had the life choked out of them by this storm. I have weathered worse before. When I'm playing hearth, closing doors, turning a blind eye, keeping your head low and weathering the storm. Yeah, I take a wound. Fucking, <laughs> are you... Yeah. <laughs> Changeling. <laughs> These are both so sad. <laughs> Oh, I love God. this. <sighs> this is what I lose, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, okay. No, I know what it is. Uh, changeling, a stranger behind a familiar face, unpredictable and uncontrollable. I think this is the moment when I realize this is the person you've always been. Fuck. Remembering other games you've won this way. Realizing that I have taught you this sort of, like, endurance that you've been enduring me for so long in our lives. And the thing I learned from it is the right hand of Solomon Ash. Fuck. Patron say to wounds and die. <laughs> Patron oh, say to wounds and dear to grievances born, grudges held. <laughs> and oh, I realize that you've had it out for me for a fucking while. Yeah. That's your third wound, my friend. What happens at my third wound? When you reach three wounds, you can't hide the blood in your teeth. Flip a wound card and meet your opponent's wound condition. Take the loss gracefully or flip another wound to push through it at great personal cost and keep fighting. What will you do? So I have to flip one right now just to flip it? Yep. And what does that mean? This is this is you showing the blood in your teeth. This is the effect of the, of the fight that you can't hide anymore. Okay. I feel like Vultures is just right there, right? Like, and now I, I am gaunt and bloody and, like... Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Let's flip another card and see what happens. Hell yeah. An opera abandoned, a novel left unwritten, a haunting undescribed. And I think I swear to myself that I am going to be here long enough to see this tower burn to the ground. And I stand up. It is your turn. I think I figured out what the hierarchy of knowledge is. Yeah. You know prophecy, and I know you. And I think I yank the sword out of your gut, and I don't know if, like, is, what is the smoke doing to me exactly? It's like coiling around your limbs, and it's, it's, it's like a, it's like hydroplaning under your feet. Right. It's probably not super good to breathe in, also. No, I think, I think what I do is I, you seem fucked up enough that I can just sort of grab your knife, too. <laughs> uh, and I think what it, Arden does is use them sort of as like picks to like crawl their way along the ground even if they can't necessarily find a stable footing yeah and like coughing and choking they find the aperture and they plunge both of the blades into it and tear away the prophecy hopefully you take my knife and you start to go for the aperture and 
I crawl along behind you, and I am, like, throwing my body on yours. I am, like, wrestling against you, trying to, like, trying to get the knife back, trying to, like, trying to get leverage with my one arm, and, like, I think I get a hold, uh, like, a, like a chokehold around your neck, mm-hmm. and I've, like, entwined and, like, kicked us away from the aperture. Mm-hmm. An unstoppable monster paused only by heroism. <sighs> Oh, wow. I was going to play these cards in a different order. <laughs> the right hand of Solomon Ash. Let's see which one of these is. A spidering stress fracture, a tectonic slip in composure, a volcanic eruption. I think I slam my elbow back into your face and wriggle free. And I crawl on top and I just start punching and hitting and don't let up. And blood is dripping from my wounds, and there is a slowly growing fury on my face. And I just keep striking. I will I will take a wound. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, spinster, a recluse, obscured by obligation, rootless and efficient, or an affable hermit, a professor lost in thought. I thought I could do this on my own. I really did. I thought this would be... I thought this would be a fight that I could win on my own. And I, that, I'm losing. I'm losing really badly. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the memory that I have, that I'm reminded of, is obscured by obligation. Ah, yeah. It's, it's a thing where, when we were a little bit older, I was hungry for your company, but you were always being drawn away by lessons because you were, you know, uh, a warrior prince. Yeah, there are things that an emperor needs to know that a prince simply doesn't need to concern themselves with. Mm -hmm. And so, sort of rootless from that disconnect. And that's my my third wound. And I'll I'll draw forward what I learned from it. Which is apprentice, bright-eyed, strong-willed, attentive, ambitious, or resentful, bullheaded, complacent. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) They're so sad. They are. This is so sad. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna flip that wound. Lighthouse play Despacito. <laughs> the lovers, twin stars in orbit, twins inseparable partners, this whole greater than some of its parts. Oh, um, oh. I I think you hit me and I stumble back and I I lose my footing and I go over the rail and I am clinging by my one arm and I cry out for you. Mm-hmm. Um, in a moment of panic. Because I'm going to fall. Mm-hmm. Um, ha! Here's the question. Mm-hmm. Does that meet your wind condition? Are you submitting? Am I submitting? This is up to you, I feel like. Yeah. Is this a trick or a genuine submission? Well, if you pull me up, will I try again? Because I think, I, I, think, I think the question here is, like, Arden goes over. Like, that's not it, right? Like, Arden definitely goes over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And goes to pull Anarod up and, like, does it. And the question is, what does Anarod do next? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think I don't think that cows them is the thing. I think for 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 a moment, there is just this, like... I think, that, yeah, there's there's a moment where they, they both sit... Or, like, Arden helps Anarod from the edge and Anarod stumbles down to sitting and is, like, catching their breath. Mm-hmm. Um... And there's there's a moment of like tenderness between them, mm-hmm. but as lovely as that is, that's never been 
all of it, you know? That's they've never been in a place where that could be enough. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna flip that wound. Knight, a well armed soldier, a banner bearer, a champion. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I have obligations. As much as I would love for it to just be about you, I have obligations. Yeah. And I think um yeah, I think it's this. I think it's a pinprick on the back of your neck when I reach up to hold on to you. Mm-hmm. Um and the like acrid smoke in the air, right? Um something about it in your mouth tastes sweet and everything everything spins. Mm-hmm. Um I'm playing snake oil, a sweet tasting poison. So here's a question. Is there a way for me to win at this point? That's a really fine question. Um, we have we each have one card left. If I go next, I'm out of cards, which strictly speaking means I lose, unless theoretically my wound, my whatever I say is so good and what my card is so good that you take a wound and say, okay, well, that's it. Mm-hmm. But mechanically, I couldn't win at this point, it seems like. You know, what's funny is I've never played to this point. <laughs> <laughs> So this is a really fine question. Um, because we're both playing... Re- this is the first time we've played bad enough people that they push each other this far. Mm-hmm, yeah. I think it's... Yeah, I think I think that if you play a card, mm-hmm. and then I play my card, and then mm-hmm. you don't have a response to that... Mm-hmm. Hmm. Flip a card to stay in the fight. Um, yeah, but you shouldn't... Do, you can't do that if you're flipping a wound, because you don't draw. Right, yeah. Because I would flip a wound to stay in the fight, still be unable to play a card, and then immediately lose anyway. Playtesting! Yeah. Hmm. I feel like there should be a way for you to win here. I think I think what we'll do um, mm-hmm. is if we if we come down to absolutely the last cards, right, we end up both playing our card and then both flipping the wound, um, mm-hmm. then we take a look at how it stands narratively. Um, yeah. And, and see... <laughs> which of us gets to walk away from this don't we just ah <laughs> uh, alright oracle uh, soothsayer bellringer wide eyed prophet I made contact with my sword earlier you got the knife away but I managed to get just this bare inch of contact with my sword and I knew I saw it and I know you and I know you and I know I, I, Arden knows Anarod, and Arden has seen the future at this point. Mm-hmm. And when Anarod reaches up, Arden just catches their wrist and just yanks them sideways. And does, I mean, maybe it's one of those hand maneuvers where you press the person's hand back uh, at the finger bones. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just, it's like, Anarod, give. Bright-eyed, strong-willed, attentive, ambitious, or resentful, bullheaded, complacent. <laughs> this is my final card. I can. I, I think I can. Arden can say a little bit more here, which is, I think they. I think they know Anarod well enough to make an appeal to what Anarod's obligations are, mm-hmm. which is like, I think. I think. Uh, yeah. You know what? Arden says it like this. You make a better scientist than an emperor. <laughs> oh god. Fuck. No, nah, yeah, I'm gonna I'll take that. I'll take that wound. That's a that yeah. Huh? 
you see that hit on Amrod's face. Mm-hmm. Like, and the strength goes out of them. Um, mm-hmm. And they just lean their head back and close their eyes. And just this, this sigh as, as the fight goes out of them. Yeah, that's that's the mission. Um, the game ends when either a win condition is met and the loser concedes the battle. Um, all three of the player's wounds are flipped and the character is too badly injured to continue, or a player runs out of cards and it is at the end of their rope. The loser looks at the horizon, drawing a card from the deck. Is anyone coming to save them? A called shot, a shifted spotlight, a lucky win, or a placed bet, a lapse in judgment, a false positive. <laughs> Luck is such a, I, luck is such a card because it's always just like a here's a chance to decide here's a chance to just have whatever you want happen mm-hmm. here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I just the thing about this that I really like is the idea that the assassination failed but the coup succeeded. Oh. Our fight here went the way that it went, uh-huh. but. I wasn't bluffing when I said the people that you came with below were choked out by the fire. Right. Um, those forces have prevailed. I think that House House Blooming has prevailed. Um, mm. But, but I, I still serve you, so <sighs> it's a tangled mess. I think. Yeah, is isn't it? Finally, both of you flip your last word cards. Describe how it feels when the dust clears and the frayed ties that bind you together are finally severed for good. Leave these words on the battlefield. <laughs> I forgot what yours was. <laughs> Do you want to take yours first? Sure. Um, mine is the grave. I think it's the end of an era. And closure gained also, um, which is that House Blooming sent me to take care of you as a favor to me. I, I wanted to be the one. But it's called the Red Empire, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, sort of. It doesn't have a name quite yet. And I, w- I wish I could say that that loyalty meant anything now. To the Empire? House Scarlet Maple uh, yeah. has f- has fallen. Right. And I-, I wish that my loyalty to you changed that at all. But it doesn't. And it won't. Right. But you're right. It won't be, on- it won't be me on that throne. Yeah. <sighs> Arden smiles and I think takes them by the hand and pulls them up in a way that's like doesn't necessarily wait for them to get their feet under them. Mm-hmm. Um, mine is Alpha, cult leader, defender of the homeland, enemy to outsiders and dissent. I think Arden says there are other ways to be loyal and turns and walks down the staircase of the tower just expecting Anarod to follow. <laughs> and Outside, House Blooming mops up the last forces of House Scarlet Maple. They find another eligible heir to take the throne to this newly dubbed the Empire of Eternal Red Blooms. This empire of of eternal radiance, of blooming into tomorrow, Mm -hmm. without end, without beginning. But there are always those who believe that it should have come the other way. There are those who believe that it should be an empire of ardent flame, burning without fuel. And they hide, you know, air after secret air through the ages. I think that there is there there is a moment when Arden turns and starts to move down the steps that there's like a frame that lines up with Anarod's 
like the image burned into their eyes and then after that nothing aligns again <laughs> um I, I think enerod stops having vision stops having nightmares do they dream at all i think i think they start dreaming like a normal person um, <laughs> I mean, they don't have the hand anymore you know right and the the aperture is broken yeah and the tower burns and so <sighs> whatever comes next is whatever comes next and Enrod doesn't have anything, any say in that other than more than the next person. So, no. Let's meet me in the field of honor at dawn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had some good cards in this one. <laughs> I'm very pleased. Fantastic. I cannot believe we got lovers. <laughs> like, I feel like I was dancing around it before. I was like, do I want to pin that down? And then it was mm-hmm. like, yes, you do. That quiz, like, yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, it was really funny to be able to ask you, is that a right hand of power? How <laughs> <laughs> would you say it's a right hand, Sasha? <laughs> What'd you say? Perchance, just just on a whim, unrelated, uh-huh. you know? Mm. Uh, would you go out on a limb? <laughs> Uh. <laughs> sure did sure did do that uh-huh uh, i've been sasha you can find me on twitter at sasha underscore no you can follow my game dev stuff at t cabbage and if you want to give this game a try you absolutely can it is one of the games featured in the spindle wheel micro games uh, which you can find at uh 22 to22.itch.io slash spindle wheel dash micro games uh, so give those a look if you are if you are interested. Uh, my name is Kavita Paduri. You can find me on Twitter at WireGirlKV. If you want to know more about what happens with this fucked up shitty empire, you can <laughs> read about it in Songs for the Dusk, which you can find um, on Twitter at twitter.com slash songsforthedusk, or you can find on itch.io at wiregirlkv.itch.io slash songsforthedusk. Fantastic. Thank you so much for, for, for meeting me in the field of honor at dawn. This has been an absolute uh, delight. It was it was an absolute delight, Sasha. <laughs> <sighs>